Okay, before we jump into today's show, I have something really important that I want to talk to you about. I'm working on this a really kind of a top secret project, something that I'm really passionate about that I think is going to help a lot of people. And I wanted to see if I could get your help. Now, I'm not going to talk about exactly what this project is, but let's just say it's specifically designed for people who do not yet have a real estate business. They wanna be in real estate. They love the idea of starting a wholesaling or a flipping or a buy and hold kind of a business. They've been listening to my podcasts or other podcasts and they really wanna get started, but there's something holding them back. There's something that's keeping them from doing it. It could be their own self-doubt. It could be friends and family telling them they're crazy. It could be as simple as they just don't have a plan. They don't know where to start. They don't even know what to do first. Like, how do I start this journey? I want to help with that. And by you reaching out to me and telling me that's who you are, that you're that person who wants a real estate investing company, whether it be a side hustle or you want to do this full time, you want it to be your main thing. Either way, if you haven't gotten started and something's holding you back, I don't care what it is. Could be, like I said, you, could be your family, could be your spouse, could be just lack of knowledge. Like you just don't know what to do first. You don't know how to start. Or maybe you don't even know what it is you want to do in real estate. You don't know if you want to flip. You don't know if you want to be a wholesaler. You don't know if you want to buy rentals. If you fall into any of those categories and you want my help with it, I am offering that to you right now. All you have to do is go to mike at juststartrealestate.com and put in the subject line, help, and I will reach out to you. I don't care if you've never done anything before. If you're completely green and you don't have a clue as to where to get started, that's the person that I'm looking for. And maybe you do know what you want to do. Maybe you know exactly what you want to do in real estate, but still something's holding you back. You have some fear or something. I want to help you get unstuck. So please take advantage of this opportunity. Reach out to me, email me at mike at juststartrealestate.com, subject line help, and I will get right back to you. We'll set up a time. We'll hop on a call and we'll chat. I want to help you get unstuck so you can move forward and realize your dream of having a real estate investing company. So reach out to me, use that email address, subject line help. I can't wait to hear from you. All right, guys, let's dive into the show. I moved to London and worked for some big investment banks, which is pretty soul-destroying work, but you know, they pay you enough money that you learn to forget about it. Yeah. And life was great up, up until 2008 came along and the global financial crisis destroyed my career mm. and everyone else I knew, like every project got canned. And I went back to Australia with my tail between my legs going, holy crap, life is awesome. And then it is not awesome really, really quick. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? You're listening to the Just Start Real Estate Podcast. If you're serious about your real estate investing business and need real answers, you are in the right place. And now, your host, Mike Simmons. Hey guys, thank you for joining me on the show today. I appreciate it. I've got a good one for you. But before we get started, I just want to say, if you enjoy this podcast, if you're getting something out of it. If you enjoy coming here on a weekly basis, more than that, if you're kind of binging these because you just found me, whatever it is, and you're enjoying it, and you have not yet gone and given me a rating and review for the show in whatever platform you listen to it, I would encourage you to do that. It would be very appreciated. It helps more than you know. So go do that. Give me a rating review. I'd love to hear from you. All right, guys, on today's show, I've got something really, really great for you. It is not someone who is just a real estate person, which is fine because he is in a business in an industry that supports real estate investors like us in a very, very valuable way. Uh, he's a business expert a growth expert, I should say, and founder of Ardor SEO. He has developed a simple system to get your message in front of your ideal audience to predictably grow your business. What does that mean, guys? What does that mean for us? Leads. Leads, leads, leads. And I can tell you some of the best, cheapest leads you're ever going to get. He now works with diverse companies and all brands all over the world to help them get customers and make the profits they've always envision his own passion for entrepreneurship, small business, uh, and help sustainable ethical businesses direct his vision 
for his company, Ardor, and the company's impact on the world. Guys, this is the real deal. When th when his folks reached out to me and said, hey, we want to be on your show, I always do a little dive and, and do a little research to make sure that I'm not just bringing you anybody, but I'm bringing you someone who's really going to provide value. And this guy has been on some really big podcasts. He's been you know, working with some of the biggest names in, in all industries. And I'm so stoked to bring him onto this show to expose you guys to him. And at the end, if you wait till the end, he does have a really great free offer to help each and every one of you. So you have to wait at least to check that out. His name is Chris Reed. He is a really cool guy who knows exactly what he's talking about in the area of SEO and driving traffic and driving leads and helping you get the conversions that you want. And as real estate investors, guys, this is everything. I say it all the time. Leads are oxygen. You need to be getting leads all the time in your business. And uh, Chris is a, an expert who can help us get there. So take a listen to this, guys. I give you, without any further ado, someone who I have a lot of respect for and really was excited to talk to, Chris Reed. All right, Chris, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for taking the time. I really appreciate it, and uh, I'm excited for this. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, man, it's like such an awesome world in which we live in, right? Like, I'm in a whole day ahead of you guys. I'm sitting in the future here in where I want to live in Vietnam and being able to you know, do business with America. You know, that's that's the future. That's the internet. That's awesome, man. And since you're in tomorrow, maybe you can give me some stock tips or something I can do to parlay this into, into millions by tomorrow by knowing the future. Um, no, nah, it's a lame joke. Dad joke kind of. Uh, awesome, man. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you're in Vietnam. I'm in the, the U.S. I'm in Michigan. And uh, it's just amazing that we can do this. It's so cool. It's just like, man, what what a wonderful world we live in where we can talk to people who don't live in our city, right? It's kind of cool. And I'll uh, tell you, the internet's just getting getting more and more fruitful. Like it grows in abundance. Like especially with this COVID fiasco, like bricks and mortar businesses are going out of, out of, out of business left, yeah. right, and center. Yep. We have never been busier. 2020 was our best year ever. It was yeah. like insane growth. Yep. In fact, l last quarter, we grew over 100% of the quarter before wow. and we're already 8.9% up on last quarter. Wow. You know, like <laughs> wow. I mean, listen, it stands to reason. There's so many like businesses that don't figure out how to have work at home, virtual working, that kind of thing. They're going to struggle because I think people have gotten a taste for it a little bit. And I think a lot of companies, though, have realized there's a lot of wasted money that they're spending right now because they don't need brick and mortar. They don't need these offices and all this overhead. Like, they're surviving and they're actually figuring out a way to be leaner and let people work from home. It's just super convenient. So the reasons we figured all this out is kind of a bummer, right, having to have a pandemic. But um, but I think the result is going to be, yeah, folks like you with businesses like and services that you offer are going to thrive. Anybody who caters to the online world is gonna is really gonna do well. So I'm I'm excited to talk about it. My industry is no different. Real estate, we are we are absolutely uh, starving for information about how we can better locate our customers that we're looking for. So uh, I can't wait to dive in this with you. What's Let's even better than that, Mike, is let them locate you. Because oh. that's exactly what Google search is, right? Someone yeah. is actively searching for exactly yes. what you do. Yep. Get your message in front of where they're looking. It's really simple. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I it's a it's kind of a silly, kind of a crude analogy, but I, I always say like when, when I talk about to real estate folks, like before we hopped on the mics live, uh, I was talking about how some you know real estate is a little bit antiquated, and I'm not saying there aren't people who are sharp and advanced. There are, but I mean it, as a whole, we're a little bit behind the times. We still really covet direct mail, which which works. But I always say the difference between like direct mail and something like Google AdWords is. Direct mail is you at the bar walking up to a, a woman or a man that you want to dance with and asking her to dance, right? You, you got a chance, but you know who knows? Maybe it's 50-50. But when that person that you want to dance with approaches you and asks you to dance and you already know you want to dance with them and they ask you to dance, it's a sure thing, right? Like they are coming to you. So when you're soliciting people, homeowners and people in, in situations where they might want to sell their house, it's a lot different game than when they come to you and they raise their hand and say, hey, I want to sell you my house. So that's exciting and you're 100% right. It's so much better when they're looking for you. It's so much, it's such an easier process for everybody. So, well, even not only is it, you know, a better lead, well, it saves your time because it is a it is a better lead. Yeah. If you go and knock on someone's door and go, hey, you want to buy my widget? 
like they might, you might be a good salesman and you can turn them into a lead, but they don't really want to buy the, the widget or they don't want to sell yeah. their house. They're just like, so it's a crappy lead yeah. where when someone's actively sought you out, they're searching how to sell my house fast. They land on your website. You know, you've got a great lead magnet of, you know, how to get the best price when selling your house fast. They download your lead magnet. You go, Hey, you know, here's the, here's this awesome guide. So they listen to it, they, they read it and they go, wow, Mike really knows what he's talking about. Then you go, Hey, listen to me on this podcast and watch me on this YouTube video. And they go, man, Mike is awesome. He knows everything about how to sell my house fast. And they go, hey, how about you book a call and talk to me? Now they already know you, they yeah. trust you. And when you talk to them, it's like, Hey, take my money. Yep. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So let's give folks a little bit of a sense of who you are, how you became who you are. Why should we listen? Like, let's dial this back a little bit and tell us a little bit more about how you began in, in your adult life and in this world of uh, becoming the SEO guy. Sure. You, so you probably hear from my funny accent that it doesn't sound too Vietnamese. Didn't notice that uh, at all. No, no, I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. No, yeah, I didn't notice. I'm originally from the land of kangaroos. All right. uh, I studied software engineering at university and there's two places you can make money as, as a software engineer. You go to Silicon Valley or you work in finance. I, uh, I, I went the route of making you know, rich people more money. <laughs> I moved to London and worked for some big investment banks, which is pretty soul destroying work, but <laughs> and they pay you enough money that you learn to forget about it. Yeah. And life was great up, up until 2008 came along and the global financial crisis destroyed my career mm. and everyone else I knew, like every project got canned. And I went back to Australia with my tail between my legs going, holy crap, life is awesome. And then it is not awesome really, really quick. <laughs> uh, and I was like, what the hell am I going to do with my life? You know, I was in, in my late 20s and my career was just at its peak uh, and there was no jobs to be had. And so I built an online game, you know, not because I was a businessman, because I as a computer geek, I wanted to learn a new type of programming. And as the game came to fruition, I was like, well, how the hell do you get people to a website to play it? And so that's when I started learning about SEO. Uh, I discovered what backlinks are, which are a really big part of SEO, built a bunch of backlinks to a website. It shot up in the rankings. I got a bucket load of traffic and I went, wow, this is really cool. I ditched the game. I built some websites to, you know, sell backlinks. And you know, that's how I started into the SEO journey. So what was the game? I'm curious. Yeah, I mean, like, so when you work in finance, a lot of the systems are desktop applications because if you're not connected to the internet, it's no one can hack you. Yeah. So that's the sort of programming that I was doing. And I just wanted to learn some online stuff. So the game was called Mob Warrior. Didn't even ever finish it. It's on my to-do list. Has okay. been for about 12 years now. <laughs> uh, might, might get there one day, but probably yeah. not. Okay. Very cool. So you built this game. Nobody was coming. You figured out how to drive traffic. So prior to this, you weren't doing anything with SEO. Like, did you just self-teach? Oh, for sure. I was totally self-taught. Like back okay. then, it was way easier than it is now. Like it was way easier. You could, Google wasn't as advanced as it is. Like Google has an army of software engineers that are constantly working on their algorithm. Yeah. And you know, what they're looking for is to find the best websites to, to give the best user experience and the best search results. And they're getting better at it every year. So you can't try and trick Google. Yeah. The internet... 10 plus years ago was much smaller, much simpler. You know, websites weren't as good. So you could have a crappy website and it could rank okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very, very different game. It was also way less valuable. You know, people weren't used to spending money online. The amount of money that they spent was minuscule to what yeah. they do today. Like, you know, Amazon alone would dwarf the internet from 10 years ago. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's such a different ball game. And like, that's one thing to really, you know, focus on is when you're building your business is you're building it for the long game. And so the same as your website and you're investing in it. And that's one reason why SEO kicks the crap out of every other form of marketing is because it's compounding. Yeah. You know, the work that you did last year, you get this year and you get next year and you get the year after it just grows like a snowball gets yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger. And like the longer around Google appreciates that too and trusts you more because you know, like anyone can write any crap they want on the internet, right? Yeah. And so Google can't implicitly trust what you say because there's a lot of people that say a lot of weird things. Yeah. And so like what I mentioned earlier, backlinks, backlinks are super important. They are the fundamentals of how Google works. So any of the older listeners that are, remember the nineties, you'll remember that there was a host of other search engines, you know, Alta Vista, yeah. Yahoo, Ask Jeeves, 
and they were all crap. You know, they, they had really crappy algorithms. Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, he was at, at, at uh, university at the time and he thought, this is terrible. There's got to be a better way to organize the internet. And so he surmised that, you know, when you write a thesis, if everyone else references your thesis, then your work must be really good and must be really credible. Yeah. He figured, well, it must be the same with the website, right? If you've got a website and everyone else is linking to your website, so a backlink, a link back to your website, your website must be really good and credible. Yeah. And he coined the, the PageRank algorithm after Larry Page. Uh, and that's still the fundamental of how Google works. The more hmm. backlinks you have from more credible sources that are in your niche, the more trusted you are and the better you're going to rank. Really? So backlinks are still the thing. It's still the, the, the kind of the big thing that you're trying to get. Oh, you, you cannot rank a website with, without them. In fact, I'll pull up this article. So there's a really great uh, SEO tool called Ahrefs. Mm -hmm. Ahrefs is actually the HTML tag where you click on something, a backlink. Uh, so it's a bit of geek, geek humor, the, the, the name. Yeah. But they analyzed 2 billion pieces of content. And the, the headline of this article is 90.63%. So over 90% of content gets zero traffic from Google. Wow. So like over 90% gets zero traffic from Google. They break it down even further that only 0.21%, so less than 1% of content gets over a thousand visitors a month. Like that's next to nothing. Right. And so you can pump out content all day long and Google will not give a crap. This is a really long article. And if you're a super geek, then it's, it's, it's worth a read. Yeah. But spoiler alert, the number one reason is the page doesn't have any backlinks. If you do not have links to your content, Google's not going to trust you and Google is not going to rank you. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then. So I'm, I've got a lot of listeners listening. Um, well, that was kind of redundant. I have a lot of <laughs> listeners who are listening to you who have websites that were, and, and I'll be honest, like in, in my industry, very few of us build our own websites. Very few of us do much of that because most of us aren't, you know, we're not software guys. We're not good at coding. So a lot of us will pay companies who have this kind of done for you or like real drag and drop, super dead easy way to build websites and they'll help you rank and they have all these, these services. But we're listening to this saying, well, I don't get any traffic right now. How do you tell most, somebody? Most people really, they don't understand even what you need a website for. And right. most, most web designers, they just take people's money. They really do. Like, you know, one of our more recent customers, they spent $20,000 building a website that generated zero customers. And it's yeah. like, man, just spend that money at the pub. It's a way better investment. You'll have way more fun. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. if no one's finding your website, what's the point of having it? It's right. like a business card. If you're not out there handing it out, it doesn't do anything. Just build a Facebook page. If you're not going to invest in ranking your website, a Facebook page is going to do the same thing. It has your name on it and your brand, put it on your business card, whatever. Right. You know, a, a website is designed to get in front of people who don't know who you are, that are searching for, you know, how to sell my house fast, Chicago, how to sell my house fast, LA, or, what, or wherever yeah. you are. You know, and that's what your website needs to do is get in front of those people and convert them into a customer. It's not to say, hey, I'm Mike Simmons and I'm awesome. It's to like, hey, want to learn how to sell your house fast? Click here, you know, and yeah. show people how to do with you. So by and large, do you suggest people try to figure this out on their own? I, I know you have a, a company that helps with this, but I mean, you're, you're talking to, you know, thousands of people right now, right? Do you, do you suggest that people try to figure this out or do you always suggest to go find someone who makes this their, their living? Like they know this. So when I, when I started in business, I sucked at business a lot. I made so many mistakes. Like I had a HR steal, like $30,000, you know, you name a mistake. I've, yeah. I've done it. <laughs> Uh, and a lot of that was down to that I had no business knowledge and you know, I was a software engineer. Yeah. Uh, and I've, if I could kick my younger self, it'd be read more books, dude. Like I read books like nothing else. And one of my favorite authors is Mike McCallowitz. Mm -hmm. Two really awesome books that changed my business. One is Profit First, yep. uh, How to Have a Profitable Business. Uh, I use a Profit First professional to run our accounts uh, and she does a fabulous job. We could do our accounts ourselves, but she does a better job and it's yeah. probably cheaper to get her to do it. Yeah. Uh, and his other book is Clockwork, which is about how to build a business that doesn't revolve around you. Yep. I just went on holidays for two weeks, took my family to a nice tropical island and relaxed and I came back and the business is humming along and there's no fires. That's what you should do. 
Like the, the whole point of clockwork is about, <clears throat> he uses the analogy of, you know, what's your queen bee role? The queen bee is the most important bee in the hive and everything else is to serve that queen bee. Yeah. If you're a realtor, why the hell are you building a website? Like, it's yeah. just crazy. Like you, you think about it, you know, if you were on a criminal charge and you wanted a lawyer, you know, do you want your lawyer that, you know, spends half his time doing SEO on his website and half his time lawyering? Right. Like, or do you want the kick-ass lawyer? Like, and it's the same with anything. Like, stick to what you're good at. This stuff is really hard. Like, I I talk the talk, but I tell you, like, our SEO team, they run circles around me. Like, they, yeah, they live and breathe it and do it every day. Yeah. I, I sit here and talk on podcasts. I'm not yeah. nearly as, as, as good at it <laughs> as them. But like, why would you, you stick to what you're good at? If you're good at selling houses, sell houses, hire a profit first professional to run your books, hire an SEO agency to build your website and generate you the leads. Yeah. I, I think that's great advice. And I, I anticipated you would say that. Uh, I've always told people that. So number one, I'm really, really glad you agree with me because I've always had the same advice. Do you really want to be an SEO expert or do you want to be a real estate investor? Like wh where do you want to be? If you want to be a real estate guy, be real estate. If you want to be SEO, shut down your real estate business and work on SEO and be the best SEO guy you can be. So uh, I, I love that. So let me ask you this. This is not like a hard hitting uh, question, but I still ask it because I know people get a little bit concerned. You mentioned Google's algorithm. They're working on it. They're changing it. How worried or concerned should anyone be about their website? And let's just say they decide to go all in on SEO. Like they know it's the best marketing in the world and that's what we're going to do. And then Google changes their algorithm and it kind of messes up their, their traffic. And now Google has kind of control over their fate. What would you say? Yeah. To that? So there's, 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 there's two types of SEO. One that's called white hat stuff that Google likes and one that's called black hat, which is stuff that Google doesn't like. Yeah. Uh, and Google has penalties. Like if you're doing black hat SEO and Google discovers it, they will smack you down and you can lose all of your traffic. Yeah. It is, and it is risky and you shouldn't do it. And I really urge you not to do it because eventually Google will work it out. Like, you know, crap that used to work 10 years ago to gain Google, you, you know, now they have penalties and they will you know, yeah. uh, penalize you for that. Yep. Uh, so don't gain the system. Google's algorithm, all it's ever doing is getting better at finding quality websites and getting rid of the crappy ones. So if you have a good website, it's never going to change. Google always wants to have the best search results and the best user experience. Yeah. So your website needs to load fast. It needs to have no broken links. It needs to like be easy to navigate, easy to find what people are looking for. And the content needs to be good quality because Google can read the content, right? It can see what the keywords are in it. It can see how it's written. It can see that it's unique, you know, that it doesn't have spelling mistakes, that the grammar is correct. Yeah. And that you're, that you're an authority, uh, you know, like Google can tell, like if someone searches summer house fast, Chicago, they come to your website and they, they quickly leave and then click on another search result that shows that you're a bad search result, you know, and in time you will lose your ranking. Yeah. So like that's all Google's looking for is a really good user experience. And if you provide that, it's never going to go away. Yeah. Okay. That, that makes total sense. So what is, are there, you know, and I'm not trying to dumb down your industry, but is there anything you can tell folks who are listening and driving the car, running on the treadmill? Can you tell them that they just like dead easy, like stuff you see, you log onto a website, you almost always see it. It's wrong. It's bad. And it's easily changeable. What, what kind of tips can you come up for, with? For that? sure. And one thing that I kind of mentioned is people talk about them. No one cares about you, right? It's the same in sales. No one gives a crap about you. They care what's in it for them. Yeah. And make sure your website clearly states that. It shouldn't say, you know, I'm Mike Simmons and I'm awesome. Who cares? You know, it needs to, if someone's searching, sell my house fast, Chicago, that's what it needs to set, scream on the front page of your website. Selling your house fast in Chicago? Great. You're in the right spot. It yeah. needs to, like a caveman needs to land on your page and quickly understand what it is. Like some businesses are complicated and it's like, you know, sometimes I land on their websites and it's like, what the hell do you even do, man? Like, I, I don't know like why I'd need you. Like, and so yeah. no one's going to do business yeah. with you. It needs to be really simple. So you need to quickly say that you're, you're solving that person's problem. Then show them some examples of, yeah, here's some other people that we, you know, helped with that same problem. Here's Johnny that we sold his house fast and got him lots of money. Yeah. And then make it easy for people to do business with you. You know, what's that call to action and a strong call to action. 
you know, like one thing I, I, I try and train our people with is like, don't be afraid for asking, asking for money. It's like when you're talking to a client, we provide a great service, ask them for the money. Yeah. And it's the same with your website. Ask them to take action. If you don't, they're not going to do it. But you know, your action needs to be equivalent to the amount of value that you provided. Yeah. You know, if you have your website, they land straight on there. It's like, Hey, give me a call. It's like, no one's going to give you a call, dude. They don't know who you are. Yeah. Like you need to provide some, some, some trust. So like if it's sell my house fast, you can have a nice guide about here's how to you know get an extra 10% of your home value and sell it fast for the best value uh, and give them that guide. Give us your email and I'll give you that great guide. They doubt me. You know, no one's people will easily trade their email for a guide, yeah. not sign up for your newsletter. People all you always see pop-ups that, Hey, join our newsletter. No one wants more crappy email, dude, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. But, if you give them a great guide, now they trust you, they're downloaded, they see what you can provide and you get into a, an email funnel. In, in fact, let me, let me tell you a little story about that. You know, one of our customers who's a really big time painter, like he's got franchises in seven or eight states, he's massive. You know, he knows every, every commercial painter in the US. And he was telling me that most painters are doing about 200 grand and usually struggling, you know, yeah. but the, the painters that are smart enough to have email marketing set up on their website are doing like $2 million. So it's like, even if it costs you 30 grand to set up, which it does not cost 30 grand to set up email marketing, but it's like, even if it did to 10 X your business, like what an awesome investment that is, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and an email marketing funnel for a painter, it's evergreen, right? It's not going to change next year. You right. can use it for the next 10 years commercial house painting does not change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And you mentioned when you were talking about on your website, you know, have a video that, you know, Susie says you did a great job for her. I have found on my website, one of the most trafficked parts of it are the testimonials. And I, I think testimonials have been great. Is that something you see in a lot of industries or is that m maybe more unique to real estate? Uh, for everywhere, right? You, you want to know, like, you know, Amazon converts so much better than any other website on the, on the internet. Like we work with a lot of e-commerce customers as well. And you know, if you have the search result and Amazon comes up, it's going to convert because people know and trust Amazon. People don't know and trust you. Yeah. They'll, they're searching, you know, blue widgets or, you know, sell my house fast or whatever. They land on your website. They don't know you. They don't trust you. They don't want to give you money. You know, like I, I, I bought a, a product earlier this week, 600 bucks. I thought they had a, a nice landing page and uh, they had a good sales sales funnel and I paid 600 bucks and it was crap. And mm. I went, this is not at all what I asked for. And I asked for a refund and it still hasn't come yet. It's like, you know, and hopefully they'll refund me, but it's like, you can get bitten. And, you know, if it was Amazon though, Amazon would have instantly given me that refund, you know? Right. Yep. People know and trust Amazon. Yep. And until you have Amazon's brand power, you need to like show that trust. You need to like, hey, here's something free where I can give you some value. And here's some other people that I've worked with. Like even me. So like I, I do podcasts a lot. People hear me and they go, hey, he sounds like a cool guy. And they come into our sales funnel and, you know, I'll have a call with them. And, you know, if I do a really good job, the, you know, they give me money right there on the phone. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes they're still a little bit hesitant. And I say, well, here, here's a couple of phone numbers of some realtors we work with, give them a call. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll call like Avery Carl, that is one of our, one of our real superstars. She did over a hundred million dollars last year. Uh, one of the top 100 realtors in the U S and she did that whilst having a baby. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I said, like, give Avery a call. They do. And then they go, Hey dude, here's your money. Yep. Yep. I've interviewed <laughs> Testimonials Avery. work real She's well. She's great. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. You have said that most marketing is a waste of money. I've heard, I've heard that question asked of you. Why, why is most marketing a waste of money? There was, there was a, a very old marketer, something want to make, want to I can't remember his name right now, but he, he, he's coined the term that, uh, half the money I spend on marketing is wasted. The only problem is I don't know which half. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And with traditional marketing, that's so true, right? Like yeah. TV ads, radio ads, newspaper ads. Like, how do you know who watched that? How do you know? I mean, it, it works. Well, Coca-Cola wouldn't be spending ridiculous amounts of money advertising in every country. Yeah. And it's like, who hasn't heard of Coca-Cola? But they still spend a crap load of money on advertising. 
you know, it does work, but it's really expensive. Yeah. Where digital marketing, you can track everything. You know, lumpy mail, lumpy mail works too. Like, you know, it, it, it does. Otherwise people wouldn't be doing it, yeah. but it's really a lot harder to track where digital marketing, whether it's Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads, SEO, you know where someone came from. You know what that cost per click is. You know, like you, you spent, you know, you spend $2 on each click. You got a 10% conversion rate, then it costs you 20 bucks to get a lead. Great. You know that you need five leads to, to get a, get a customer. Well, it's a hundred dollars per customer. You can just turn that up to the moon. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's, that's the beauty of digital marketing. Uh, one, one part of why SEO is better than all of the other forms of digital marketing, which are paid, paid for is that it's compounding and no one else can come and take that away from you. Like I speak to realtors all the time that are, are buying leads from Zillow. You know, some people that spend like 10, 15 grand a month with Zillow. And it's like, man, you're like just dependent on someone else. Yeah. And Zillow doesn't give a crap about you. They will, they will give those leads to whoever wants to give them more money. And so if some other realtor comes in town and goes, Hey, Zillow, I'll give you 20 grand for those leads. Boom. All your leads are gone. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. And and you're just becoming more dependent on Zillow and making Zillow bigger and more powerful. Like take that money, invest it in your own business and build a ring of defense. Yeah. Like, and it's the same with Facebook or YouTube ads. You know, someone with bigger pockets can come and take that money away from you. Where SEO, like no one can take that away overnight. Like there's 10 search results for one. Like it, it's impossible to like take all that traffic away. You're building yeah. a ring of defense to, to guard your business. And to your point, if you're using white hat strategies, there's no reason to be afraid that Google is going to come along and just ruin all of your traffic and take it away from you. Like that just, I'm, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but are you saying that that really doesn't happen? It, it's, it, it wouldn't happen for okay. sure. Google, Google makes all of their money. Like Alphabet, the parent company of Google, like something like 95% of their revenue comes from uh, Google ads. Like yeah. it's almost all of it. Yeah. Uh, and so Google needs but Google needs the organic, the free search results or people wouldn't be clicking on the ads. Yeah. Like only Google ads obviously work or Google wouldn't make any money, yep. but only about six to 8% of people click on ads. That means 94% of the traffic is going to organic. Yeah. So like that, that that's the free listings. Yep. That's where they need to be. And they need to always have that or no one's going to go to Google and they need to have the best search results or people would use Bing. Yep. You know, people yeah. don't use Bing because it's crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's so a great like, question though i was going to ask you that i've had people say why well, don't like i think sometimes people try to outthink themselves and they're like wait a minute if if everyone's spending money on google bing's cheaper maybe we should dump all our money into bing and i'm like i maybe it's because everyone goes through google like no one's using bing i've i don't think i've ever opened up a bing search result like i've never tried to do it do you ever use Bing? Is that part of your strategy or not? No. So like, like Bing is the default uh, search engine for lots of Microsoft stuff. Like if you yeah. have a Microsoft phone, it probably is. Uh, and so people that don't know how to get to Google, they're the people that use Bing. Yeah. So if you're looking for, uh, well, not tech savvy people, then that's probably a good place to start. Uh, if you want to use ads, Bing ads are cheaper than Google ads because there's less competition. There's also a hell of a lot less traffic. Like, yeah. so you know, if, you, if you're focusing on SEO, then don't worry about it. Just, you know, the vast majority of the traffic's on Google. Yeah. So focus on that. And yeah. there's more than enough traffic than you ever need. So that's a better place to go. But yeah, if you're, if you're running ads, it's, it's not a bad place. But like, you know, those uh, spammy emails about like the Prince of Nigeria has got $20 million for you. <laughs> like those emails are, are apparently written like that so that, they're written so that only an idiot would fall for it because yeah. they're only targeting idiots. Yeah. They want most people to just ignore it. And so it's kind of the same thing. If you want to want to have a less sophisticated uh, person, then yeah, go for Bing. <laughs> so I'm running a podcast. You're on a lot of podcasts. Selfishly for myself, I know you talk about how to grow a podcast. What We've talked about how to grow like your SEO and how to do that. What, what do you tell people who have podcasts? Because podcasts sometimes can be frustrating to grow because we're not, we try to, ultimately our goal is to get more listeners. Like that's the ultimate goal. So how do you help people who have podcasts? 
Sure. So uh, one of our customers is uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire, John Lee Dermis. Yep. Uh, so he kind of got lucky, right? He's been podcasting for 10 years. He started podcasting before it was cool. Uh, you yep. know, you, you start a podcast today, it's a whole different ball game. There's yeah. a million of them and it's competitive. It's also much more valuable, but, you know, he got a big head start. When we first started looking at his website, holy crap, it was, it was just, a, it was terrible because it just, you know, 10 years of crap, put on crap, put on crap. And it, a lot of it, we just had to spend months fixing the technical stuff. Uh, like, I can't remember how many podcasts he's done, but a lot, you know. Thousands and, and thousands. Thousands and thousands. We de-indexed most of them, like over 90%. What does that mean? What do you mean de-indexed? So, so de-indexed is you can put a oh. flag on a page to say, Google, don't index this page. Don't have it indexed in Google. And the reason we did that is because, well, you're reducing his crawl budget and you're saving his domain authority. So without getting too technical, uh, based on how much domain authority you have, so the more backlinks you have coming to your site, you get a bigger domain authority. Okay. And Google will spend more time on your website because Google, even with their massive computing power, they can't look at the whole internet the whole time. The internet is really, really big yeah. and it changes all the time. So they have to come back and look at websites. And so debate based on how big your website is, is how much time, which is called crawl budget, Google will spend on your website. Okay. And if you've got crappy pages, it has to spend all this time on these crappy pages and it's not spending time on your good pages. Mm. And so we de-index 90% of his pages so <clears throat> that Google wouldn't waste its crawl budget on that and focus on its more important pages. And your domain authority, well, it works like a cake. The more pages you have, the more slices of cake you have. And so by de-indexing 90% of his pages, all that domain authority just gets shared over those 10% of pages. And yeah. so they rank better. And so straight away he popped, popped up a lot of traffic just from that. Wow. You know, so that there's an easy trick. But the other thing to think about is it, just like SEO, what is this topic about? What do you want as a rank for? Go and you know, do some keyword research. It doesn't have to rank for a massive amount of traffic. Like, you know, some, some keywords have tens of thousands of searches a month. You can just go after one that has a hundred searches a month. That's nothing. Anything that's got a hundred searches a month, it's called a long tail keyword. It's really easy to rank for. If you're doing a podcast once a week and you rank it for a hundred search volume keyword, that's a hundred searches a month. In 52 weeks, one year, you've got a website that's generating you 5,200 visitors a month. That's a hell of a website. That's a million dollar website right there. Okay. Like that's how you grow a podcast, man. Don't go after like massive, massive keywords. Just rank each episode for a hundred, hundred searches a month. And in a year you're going to be sitting pretty. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I know John actually, personally, he, he helped me launch this podcast, uh, seven years ago. He, at the time he was a much smaller business and, uh, uh, he would charge a very small amount and he helped me get on. And yeah, I, I met him and talked to him. So good guy. Him and Kate are awesome. So that must have been a project. So, just one, so one, one of his biggest, uh, well, affiliate projects is how to start a podcast. He yeah. teaches people how to start a podcast like yeah. that. like that. And he was doing so well for how to start a podcast that he made more content about how to start a podcast. And he had several pages about how to start a podcast. And you think that might be a good idea, but you get what is called keyword cannibalization. And Google's not sure which page is meant to rank for that keyword. And so they all start competing with each other. And we looked at his search history and page one would be ranking, then page two, then page three. And then eventually Google, I don't know. And so they, none of them rank. Wow. You know? And you need to have really good site structure and make sure like this is the page that is about how to start a podcast. And these other ones that are relevant to that topic are supporting content. Wow. And it's the same. Like if you're... Uh, you know, sell my house fast Chicago. You can't just keep pumping out content, sell my house fast Chicago. It doesn't work like that. Wow. You need to have supporting content around it. This is a, it's a tricky game. <laughs> yeah, that's counterintuitive. You would think, oh, wow, this worked. I'm going to make a bunch more articles about the same thing and I'll just, I'll be the king of everything, right? That's interesting yeah. that you do have the cannibalization. That's totally interesting. All right. So again, not to be not to be cute, you have an agency, but I know you talk to people about how to hire an agency. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe if we can talk about if you already have a marketing agency, how to maybe know if you're getting what you should be getting out of them. Like, how, what can you tell folks about that? 
For sure. So any agency that uh, comes to you with like a set plan, like uh, we got our small, medium and large, like that's total BS. Like that's just makes it easy marketing for them. Yeah. Like SEO, you know, a question I get all the time is how much is SEO? And the truthful answer is you can spend any amount you want. A go to spends like a billion dollars a year. You know, that you can spend a billion dollars a year if you want. Like the yeah. internet is so big that our, our little human brains can't fathom it. Yeah. You know, what you need to do is grow in a sustainable way that's right for your business. Like, you know, even Apple, right, can't handle unlimited, com- infinite customers. When they bring out a new iPhone, they have to estimate how many they're going to sell yeah. and get their production to that level. And it's the same with any realtor. Like if you're getting 10 leads a month, you can't suddenly get a thousand next month. And when you're at a thousand, you've got a sales team. You need to maintain that. Yeah. You need to grow it at, at, at a at a right level. And that's the beauty with digital marketing that you can do that. Yeah. You know exactly how much traffic and what conversion rate you need. And that's what an agency should work with you on. What are your goals? Where do you want to be next year? And what is the growth arc that you need to, to achieve to do that? Yeah. That's what a good agency will help you do, help you ascertain your goals. Like a lot of people, like when I speak to them and say, you yeah, know, where do you want to be? I want more customers. Well, how many more? Because, you know, if you want 10 or a hundred or a thousand, well, it's a different investment, you know? Yeah. So like that, that's really what you should be looking for in an agency that is focused on your goals. And if you're currently working with an agency, that's the sort of reporting that they should be showing you too, is what's your revenue growth? You know, we, we don't focus on search engine rankings or traffic because who gives a crap? If you're not going to make more money, you're not going to stick around with us. Right. And so that's what we really want to show is here's all the money we're making for you. So like what, what we use is Google Analytics to track who's on your website. Yep. We use Google Tag Manager to tag them into your CRM. Most people, realtors are very bad at this, is using their CRM correctly. Man, like Grant Cardone is a sales coach that I love. I love listening to stuff and he's always harping on about how terrible realtors are at using their CRMs. And I, yeah. and I, I know that. Uh, like you need to use your CRM guys. So we stuff all your leads into your CRM for you. And then we can show reporting. This is where your, where, where your leads came from, these pages, these keywords, but you need to tick them over as customers. We can't help with that. Yeah. And then we use Google data studio to pull that data out. And so then we show your report and go, here's where your money came from. Uh, and we, the reason we want to do that too, is because one type of keyword might generate more leads, but another type of keyword might generate more customers. And that's where we really want to focus on because who cares if your pipeline's full of crappy leads that don't convert to customers. We want to show this is how much money you're making because like this time next year, we want you to spend more money with us. It's like, great, that worked really well. Can we double the budget? Yes, you can. (laughs) That's that's what a good, good marketing agency should be working with you is that every year, that you're increasing your marketing spend because your website is you know, paying you dividends. Yeah. And you know, who doesn't want to grow their business like that? Yep. Agreed. Uh, how often is the website part of the problem? And how, in other words, how often do you have to retool or redo a website? Is that a common, mm. is that pretty common in your, in your industry? We well, yes. Yeah, so we always look for the lowest hanging fruit, mm-hmm. like what's going to make money now. Like a lot of our, not a lot, but some some people come to us with a Wix website or Squarespace, which are total crap. If you're getting a website done, don't use those. Use WordPress. WordPress powers the vast majority of the, web, the internet and is is a great great uh, tool to use. Yeah. Uh, if your website, so you've got two levers to play with, right? To generate customers, it's increased traffic or increased conversions usually the easiest way is to increase traffic because people just don't have traffic. Yeah. So we'll up the traffic and, and once you've got traffic, then we'll work on the website because it might not be converting well. Okay. You know, like if you've got no traffic, you can't increase conversions anyway. It's not going to have any difference yeah. where like once, once you start getting you know, a couple thousand visitors a month, great. Now we can work with you know, conversion rate optimization you know, cause that's when, if you increase conversion rates by 1%, that it means a lot of money. Yeah. So, so generally fixing your ugly websites, not the most important thing. It's getting people to your ugly website because gotcha. ugly websites, they still convert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's great to know. I think a lot of people are breathing a sigh of relief who have website websites that they don't love. It's probably you, like you said, traffic's the low hanging fruit there. So it sounds like you do work in the real estate world. You, you do have uh, folks that you work Quite with in real estate. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that we're tend to be some of the uh, boy. I just I'm self kind of like putting myself down here, but we we tend to be a little bit behind the times. So and we really don't 
most real estate folks that I know don't really want to do it themselves anyways. They really just want to pay someone. The hard part is I always say it's like, you know, if I hire a mechanic to work on my car, I have no way of vetting that mechanic. I don't know what he's supposed that's to know. That's the scariest part, isn't it? It's like the scariest I, I used part. to have a car and I'd hate taking my car to the mechanic. Yeah. It's like, man, these guys are going to rob you blind. They can tell you anything and God knows what they're doing. So that's probably the real hesitation. I think real estate investors are bar, um, by and large willing to pay to have this stuff done. It's just like, how do we know that we're getting the right person? And I think one of the things you said was if they have this like small, medium, and large package, pick the one you want. Like, it's a little more personal than that. And they need to probably do more consultative work or at least kind of get more information from you and take a look at what's going on before they tell you exactly. You know, I, I coach people in real estate and it's impossible for me to tell someone when they're going to make a million dollars. I need to see what you're working with. I need to see what you're currently doing. I need to see what you're up against. Are you, do you live in Los Angeles? Do you live in Idaho? Like there's a difference, right? So we have to work with what you have available to you. So that's a good answer. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. It's let, me, let me let me tell you how, how we work, which will hopefully give people a, a good sure, insight. Yeah. So first off, we have a really nice lead magnet. So if you go to our website, which is Ardor SEO, Ardor, Ardor means to do something with a fiery passion, A-R-D-O-R, SEO.com. And if you go to slash just start, there's a nice landing page there with, with my face. And if you put in your details there, I'll do a video review of your website. So I'll show you, you know, what your potential customers are searching for in what search volume. And then I'll show you some simple things that you can change yourself if you like on your website to get it in front of where those people are looking. So it's artofseo.com slash just start. And you'll see that that's an example of a lead manual. So you, you put your details in there and you fall into our sales funnel. And I was on a, I was on a call last night with, uh, with someone that came through our sales funnel and he went, damn, that's a nice sales funnel. And please do take a look and you'll see that that's what you need for your website. Uh, and so after you go through our sales funnel, you'll have a call with me and I'll, you know, we'll talk in more detail, you know, who's doing good in your business, in your, in your area, who's not, I'll show you some actual examples. Uh, and then, you know, we'll help you set some goals. Where What success look like for in, in you in 12 months? And our initial product, we start every customer the same way, whether you don't have a website, whether you do have a website, whether, it's, whether you're a giant, it's always the same process, <clears throat> which is basically doing keyword research of your market. So understanding what your market is like, what the competition is like, who are your competition, doing an audit of your website, working out you know, what the hell is the problem with your website? Why is it not ranking currently? And then building you a strategy. And that strategy is based on your goals. Like, you know, and if you want 10 customers a month or a hundred or a thousand or 10,000, well, it's a different size strategy, but yeah. that's always the same process. And we always start every customer with that so that we know what it is. And we're so damn confident in what we do that we guarantee our results as well. Really? Well, yeah. that's, that's different. I've not heard that before. That's pretty exciting. I, I tell you, one, one, of the, one of the best sales books that I read was 80-20 Sales and Marketing from uh, something Perry. Something Perry, I forget his name. Right. Fabulous book. And he's got a book on the power, of, uh, a whole chapter on the power of guarantees. He's like, in every deal, someone's taken the risk. And if you can take that risk away from your clients, well, they're going to jump up. And man, as soon as we started offering guarantees, it's like, Holy crap, this is easy to sell. Because everyone's like, yeah, why not? And it's and you know, it's a process. You follow the process, it works every time. So we're like, well, why not? Yeah. And so our, our guarantee is to get you to your goals in that 12 month period, or we work for free until we do. Wow. And we do not like working for free. So we're really damn good at making sure we hit our goals. <laughs> it's motivating, it's motivating you for sure. I can I can imagine you don't want to work for free. That's awesome, man. Listen, uh, we're gonna link to all that. Obviously, we're gonna link to the site, uh, the, the link that you just gave uh, folks to get that free video review. That's huge. I mean, that's a, that's amazing right there because I tell you what, most people in my industry, they don't know if their website's working, they don't know if it's great, like they don't really know what they're supposed to do. So thanks for, for offering that. Is there anything else you wanna leave people with before we go? We gave them the great lead magnet. I I'm going to go through that because I want to see it myself. Uh, anything else you want to you want to leave people with? The, just that you, like when you have a website that's ranking, like my calendar is chock-a-block full. Like you, you'd be kicking yourself that you haven't done this years ago. Like, you know, I'm certainly not the best businessman still. Like, you know, I screw up plenty of things, but Larry Page, also the, the, the Google guy, yep. he said, revenue cures all problems. And man, it does. <laughs> like, it, does. it takes this, like, I, like I've like i been where, you know, we were struggling to cover payroll. 
and it's stressful. It sucks. Yeah. You know, you, you're working your ass off. You've got no money and you're like, this is terrible. It's the worst job I've ever had and I can't quit. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's bad. Yeah. But like when you got money flowing in, it's like, it's, it's just a game. It's fun. Yeah. Like it, yeah. I, I love my, love my days. And Absolutely. that's what you can do too if you've got a powerful website. I love it, man. Well, listen, Chris, thank you for your time. Thanks for everything you do. Uh, we kind of alluded to it earlier. You're in a different part of the world. You're you're 24 hours ahead of me. It's at night for 12, me. 12. 24 hours, I'd be at the same time. 12, my bad. You're right. That is, that's like doing a 360 on, on a thought process, right? Like I, I changed my opinion 360. No, you didn't. It's the same opinion. Uh, you're right. You're 12 hours ahead of me, which means it's early in the morning for you, a little later in the evening for me. We made it work. It was important to me to get you on this uh, podcast and talk to you because I, I really know that you're an authority and I, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, sometimes like testimonials are everything. I see the podcasts and the people that you've worked with. And I said, I need that guy. I know he's good. Everyone else has already done the hard work for me. I, I know I can trust what this guy says because he's been interviewed and talked to and works with the best. So uh, John Lee Dumas, uh, uh, I think the world of him, he's a brilliant guy. And, and it's amazing that you work with him too. So awesome, man. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate all the tips, all the tricks. Guys, we're going to put that uh, link in the in the show notes, but it's rdoorseo.com forward slash just start. And he will take a look at your website and let you know what you're doing right and wrong. All right, man. Thanks for your time, Chris. Have a good one. Thanks, Bye-bye. Zach. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I had a blast talking to Chris, smart guy. I love talking to folks that are kind of, you know, service industries or peripheral to real estate. He's not a real estate guy, but he helps a lot of people in different industries, including real estate, up their SEO game, drive traffic, and like he said, ultimately, like raise their revenue, like really put dollars in their pockets as a result of working with him and his company. So I hope you got a lot out of that. He gave us some stuff for free there, some little tips and tricks. If you go to his website, guys, this is where the rubber meets the road. He's going to do an analysis of your website and your SEO. All you have to do is go to ardorseo.com forward slash just start. We'll put it in the show notes, but that's how you get there. And why not? He's offering it for free. Go go there and check it out and uh, see what he, advice he can give you. All right, guys, that's it for today. Go out there and make today the best day ever. We'll talk to you next time.